Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fun zone. Today I have two of my very, very dear and close friends, Pat and Paige. Introduce yourselves, why don't you? Hello today, I am Paige, Peach Saliva. Hey, I'm Pat from Pat Stares At, and I've been up for six and a half hours, even though it's only noon, because a fatty pig dog stole my blankets at 6am. And that is a perfect place to start. So the last time you were on the podcast, Pat, Zangief was not even a reality at that point. I don't even think he was he was conscious into the world. He was not born. Uh, so, no, isn't that crazy? <laughs> he wasn't even like an entity back then. But now he is very much a large, big dog-shaped thing. And I love that. So talk a little bit about the Zan Man because I am very intrigued. Well, we were think we were thinking about getting a dog like four or five years ago. And in fact there is a uh video um from I think Undertale. Was it the Undertale playthrough? Mm. Where <clears throat> I said all I want is a big fat, stupid English bulldog and I want to name him Zangief. And Pat's like, oh, yeah, wow, we want so. yeah, yeah, we want to name him Zangief. Someone brought that to my attention. I'm like, yeah, we've we've been we've been planning this for years and years and years and years. Um, and then when, um, you know, 2020 occurred and COVID and everything, and like we work from home anyway, it was it was just clear that it was like it was time. Um, mm. And I I had been researching exactly like where I wanted to go, who, who I wanted to, um, go to. I, I have a friend, um, I have a very close friend who is a, um, English bulldog, um, what's the word? English bulldog rescue. She runs specifically an English bulldog, uh, rescue like organization or whatever. And she gave me, um, some tips and tricks and places I can go to, to get a very healthy, happy, uh, but puppy. still fat but still fat, uh, English bulldog, uh, because that was really important to me because this, this breed is so, um, fucked in many ways. I, I wanted, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I very much wanted to, um, go to someone who, um, if I were to get a puppy, um, which was Pat's preference, um, was he, he's like, I just want a puppy. And, um, <laughs> I, I wanted to make sure that we went to, um, an ethical, um, person that, um, that they knew exactly, everything about the lineage and that it was <clears throat> and that he was he was going to be very healthy and every time we have oh my god he's licking my whole body um every time we uh <laughs> have gone to a vet we've gone to like three different vets uh mm -hmm. j just kind of to get um different opinions and each time oh, sure. they have all said that he is the healthiest english bulldog they've ever seen he's so perfect oh, he's wonderful he's very friendly he's very friendly we got him um august 1st yeah. We got him August 1st. On his, his eighth on his eight week his old birthday. Eight week old birthday. Oh. He was he was born on Zangief's birthday. Which is June first. Uh, which is June first. That 1st. is that is incredible. Yeah, that, that was just pure coincidence. Um that is fate, if if as much as I hate to say it, but So the reason <laughs> please excuse me. The reason I was like an English bulldog I think would be best for us is um when I spoke with um my friend who runs the rescue, she's like, well, because I was talking about dogs in general, but I was leaning towards Bulldog. She was like, well, you sh um, when you choose a dog, 
you should choose based on your energy level, right? Like, like as, as like yourself and also as a couple right now, since Pat Mm. and I are basically said sedentary (laughs) other than, sorry, (laughs) no, it's true. Let's face it. No, no, no. It's just, I just (laughs) think, I just think about what Zangief, Zangief is like, in the best possible way, is the dog definition of a splat. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's a smush. Um, so we wanted to, our energy levels need to match the dog's energy level, right? So what, whatever breed you get, meet the dog or, or what have you and, and, and find out um, if you match, right? If you're a good match. Yes. Um, because, of course, you want to match the dog, but you want the dog to match you so that you'll both be happy. And um, he he's perfect because he is very fat and lazy, but he also has a lot of energy and goes get gets ma- major zoomies and. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah, so so he does exercise quite a lot uh, for an English bulldog. He does love walks. Um, I know people think that we don't take him for walks, uh, but we do unless it is absolutely. The only days we don't take him for walks is days like today where he won't go for a fucking walk. It's and it's, it's oh, minus mm. twenty. Yeah, it's too dangerous uh, for him. Oh. Yeah, so these these guys they can't handle extreme cold or or extreme heat um so now luckily we do we do have a backyard but it is out of commission at the moment um oh is out of commission the chili oh yeah it's Um. it's a yeah sorry the chili just went off uh yeah um long story short um we had some uh work done in the backyard um right and so as a result there's like a little piece of the fence that uh we we need to put back up and we just we haven't yet because the snow is too high back there so we're just like sure. eh. so we'll we'll put it back up in the spring but it's not that big of a deal um but yeah no he loves his walkies and everyone loves him and the neighbors love him <laughs> and he is would. he's a good boy um yeah no he's he is a an absolute treasure and i'm so glad that we have him and he knows a lot of tricks he knows how to <gasps> high five he loves to high five oh. he oh knows how to speak he shakes with his right paw he, um, I'm trying to, oh, he can, he can wave bye-bye and hello. Uh, oh my God, I'm melting. I'm melting. And I love that. I know he's so precious. Um, and I'm trying to teach him how to like spin, but he's not interested. Mm. He's not interested in spinning. <laughs> um, <I'm> ca- <laughs> he doesn't want to spin. Uh, he, ca- oh, he obviously sit and, and speak, but, uh, he does not want to stay. Stay eludes us still. And he he is a puppy. Yeah. I can well, get him to stay for like two ten two seconds. Ten? Yeah, I can get him to stay for ten <laughs> seconds. Really? They have to constantly be like, no, sit, 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 like over and over. Yeah. But the problem is that he's very food motivated because very. he's he's like absurdly mm. food motivated. Like we had to get him a slow feeder because otherwise he would just eat himself to death and choke and die. Oh. No. Um, yeah, bulldogs like so bulldog okay, I'm going to go on aside. Bulldogs are smelly. Bull, one of the sure. downsides to bulldogs is they are stinky dogs because <laughs> oh, no. No matter what you do, they're going to eat their food as fast as they possibly can and they're going to gulp air to mm, do it. And then they get gassy. And oh yeah. The air has to go somewhere. And apparently that's right into us in our face. This dog exhales out oh. of his butthole. It is it is a constant <laughs> no. stream of air. Which like is funny and delightful, but at the same time, I want to die. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. Because Elmo has gas, Pat has gas. How could you Zangief 
could light the house on fire. Now me, <laughs> me, of course, I'm I'm the lone girl in the situation, and so obviously I don't fart. And so, gonna, hang on a minute. Now, how, hold on a minute. This this is this is a I I've I've never heard about this before. Yeah, right. This is, and also complete <laughs> bullshit. Page. No, it's true. Don't fart. No. Um, but yeah, so it's it's it, he's he's lovely. I think though, and I haven't talked to Pat about this. If we do get another bulldog, I would like to rescue a um an English bulldog puppy that has a cleft palate because oftentimes when that happens when that happens people are like ew I don't want this dog and it's like no they're still precious babies they're still precious babies exactly it's not their fault they have their jaws all well you know we we could we could look into a rescue because like I I'm I'm very much into rescue and I love I love senior dogs and and everything, but I but we thought that for our first dog it would be wise to get a puppy so Pat can get adjusted because Pat Pat's never owned a dog like just him before. Yeah, it's always been the family yeah. dog. Yeah, and so um, like I grew up on a farm, so all of the animals were basically me and my brothers. So sure. <laughs> so like we that was our like big responsibility. So this being Pat's first responsibility dog responsibility dog <laughs> i we, we were like yeah let's let's get a puppy like a just a general puppy this time um but it's a good idea yeah but but next time I, I i am going to um go to my friend and be like i want to specifically um rescue a dog um of course of course pat and i will talk it over but um that that is that is my idea um but yeah no i i'm so happy um i am i'm 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 sorry, I'm just yapping. You weren't that. <laughs> Go ahead. You weren't, you weren't that's considerably so... less happy 45 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. Well, I was very grumpy. So he, one of the other things um, about English Bulldogs, and there's another reason I chose the breed, um, or we chose the breed, and but that's what I was leaning towards. And I was like, Pat, what do you think? Um, he, They're aggressive cuddlers. I mean, he oh. wants to touch you at all times or look at you or the dog's asleep in her lap right now yeah so if you hear like that. snorting and like fart noises i swear it's not me he's like right up on my stomach um he needs <laughs> people that they're very people oriented um english bulldogs often have a harder time with other breeds of dogs because mm. they uh they tend to give a lot of eye contact um which other dogs are like what the fuck uh, but they they think it's intimidating. Yeah, and they make a lot of noises that other dogs can interpret as growling. But they're not. It's uh, just disgusting pig. Noises. They're just pig noises. Um, oh. Which which um, the vet said that Zangief actually has a very clear airway, um, which which a lot of brachiocephalic dogs, dogs with flat faces, tend to not have. Um, sometimes they'll need surgery, etc. Zangief has a very open airway which is very good very very good really lucky yeah Yeah. but he does tend to uh snore badly when he sleeps which just it'll happen so (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah um where was i oh uh the other the other reason um i'm just ambling right now but uh the the other reason i was like hey english bulldog i would like to um in the next year or two once once he mellows out and gets like a little bit older because right now he's almost eight months. Um, mm. I am hoping to see if he can't be trained to um, be like a, a comfort animal, one of those kinds of animals that you can take to airports, oh, hospitals, so- libraries, yeah. things like that. Um, I would love. Obviously not idea. for a bit. Not for a bit. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, but I, I, I would, th- that was my, uh, my go- that's been my goal for years is like I would love a dog that is very sweet and snuggly um, and would just really like to uh, make other people, you know, happy, which is, of course, what most dogs want to do. Um, of course. But yeah, so that's, that's anyway, that, that is my piece on Zangief. Patrick, you have the floor. <laughs> His face is squishy and I like to kiss him. Yeah. That's my and piece. there we go. All right, Pat, you can do good that job, off your babe. Bum. Good job. High five. <laughs> it is. It is funny actually because I I remember I I got nervous when you when you first got him mm-hmm. and it, it was because you were like, Elmo is challenging him and I was like, oh, oh no, oh no, because like I it's funny because I've, I've met Elmo before and yeah. I was, he's the sweetest boy but obviously when you bring another animal into his turf he's gonna be like excuse me. Oh yeah. When oh, do you yeah. think? Yeah, it was, it was a process because first Elmo would get like Zangief weighed four pounds, five pounds. He was he was eleven pounds oh, on, my on my birthday, which was August fifth. Okay, so when we we like got him, he was after. about ten pounds. So he's about the same size as Elmo, but he was like a third the size of Elmo. So Elmo would puff yeah. up real big and look like he was gonna wreck his shit. And he'd go row 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 row. Ooh. So we keep him apart, right? And then Elmo yeah. eventually learned to coexist in, like, annoyance. Um, <laughs> and every time the dog got close, he'd swat him, and then the dog would run away. Um, and then the dog sure. became yeah. five times larger than Elmo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now Elmo's like, what the fuck? But uh, Zangief really likes Elmo. It's actually kind of sad. Oh. He wants to lick Elmo, and he wants to, he, <laughs> he wants to play. Uh, but Elmo just – Elmo, like, well, sometimes – Sometimes Elmo will like go to bat at him like in a playful way, and it's really cute. And yeah. they will play, so it's taken some time, but they are playful. But some of the time, uh, Zangief will walk over and like lick uh, Elmo's side, and Elmo, Elmo would just be like, rawr, rawr, rawr. and then Zangief <laughs> will try to fuck him, and it's like, all right, oh no, <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not snipped yet because the vet told <laughs> us to wait a couple, you know, to the. To yeah. the one year mark, so he yeah. gets to full size. Yeah, so, so, he's, so he's still trying to. Yeah. He's trying to fuck. So with <laughs> with bu- English, no, it's fine. With English bulldogs, um, we and again we went to two separate vets because we wanted um we wanted different opinions, but both of them and everyone I've talked to and the person um who runs the um rescue was like, yeah, you should wait one year for a male to kind of grow in and get all of his things together Good and then at the bones. earmark give them the snippy do mm, before you go take them to the the guillotine yeah as they say. yeah poor thing he's gonna oh, poor little bugger his little we were just talking last night how he's gonna have a cone of shame and he's gonna be a little dog flower it's gonna be oh. so cute my little fat boy <laughs> that is so sweet yeah. it, it is funny with um with with dogs because i've been super broody for a dog mm-hmm. for the longest time now and i feel like such a boomer whenever i I, unfortunately, I sometimes still have to go onto Facebook because that's the only way I can contact my family yeah. outside of, like, texting. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I go onto Facebook now, the Dodo have been doing something, like, the, the Dodo site, where they'll they'll post these, like, rescue dog stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm such a sucker for oh, them. Oh, me too. I, I am such a big baby whenever I watch them, though, because I, I've said this a million times before. I will cry at media, but I won't cry at like a relative dying. And that makes me feel really bad. But like no, if, no, if I, I watch a dog where a dog's like it's been like abandoned or like it's just it's it learns to love for the first time. The dog I'm loves on the floor again. In, oh, same. Yeah, I'm on the floor in a fit 
of tears. And I, I don't know. I, 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 since you got the puppy as well, every single time you post a video of him, it just makes that that need for a dog so much stronger. But I know that, like Elmo, my cat Jess will eat them. Right. Yeah. And Elmo. Yeah. So, so with with Elmo, Elmo is and always has been kind of the the priority as in terms of like comfort and uh stress level like we always want to make sure that elmo is like he's because he elmo's the boss of the house i think we are we are but his minions um and that's kind of how i've i've approached things i i think if if you were to get a dog i think you absolutely could um but it it can be difficult to manage um but but you know with the with the two of us it's not so bad but um yeah i mean considering that i'm like i also work from home yeah i feel like it might be good for me because it'll actually get me out the house to take it on walks exactly, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that'll be really good. For sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. More than anything, I just want lots of animals because I, I am not a, a kid person, but I am very much a, I want all the animals. I want all the cats. I want all the dogs. Yeah. That's how Pat is. And I, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I grew that. up on a farm. So it's like, that's just normal. Like, yeah, yeah. To me. But like Pat's like, oh my god, what if we had this many puppies and kitties? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. What do you think, Patty? It would smell. It would be stinky. Well, I mean, if it we would kept be up with stinky. it. Very stinky. Okay, can you hear Zangief snoring? Oh, I can absolutely hear him. I've been hearing him for the past <clears throat> few minutes. Oh god, I apologize. Oh, if he's gonna snore, he'll just be guest number three. It's okay. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I I apologize to you and uh, any listeners. I he likes to lay up. As close as he can. If any of the listeners have a problem with a little puppy dog <sighs> sleeping, then, you know, like, sort your just priorities tried, out. It's a she puppy. She just tried to push the dog off her stomach, and he succeeded in somehow getting more on top yeah, of Yeah, so her. now he's even closer. Um, <laughs> like, well, it's it's embarrassing because I, I had to make some really important phone calls yesterday, um, and I'm on the phone with this person, and I was like, oh, but, and I, I had forgotten to warn them because Zangief was on my chest. And I was like, oh, by the way, and I was I, ha- I was talking through my um, headphones and I was like, oh, by the way, I, yeah. I apologize. I, I have this English bulldog on my chest. So if you hear strange noises, I swear that's not me. And they went, oh, yeah, no offense. I was wondering if you are all right over there. And I was like, oh, did you think I was like, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I thought maybe your stomach. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> no. And, and like we had a good laugh and they were like, oh, yeah, no, my my friend is an English bulldog. Ah. And like it was good and it was a nice little icebreaker. But it was like, <laughs> I was so embarrassed. <laughs> Because it probably just sounds that like is, I'm farting. I love this dog because he is repulsive. Mm. He is smelly and he drools and he, well, and he fart on me. He's not well. He's not smelly <laughs> in like a general sense. Like because like the other thing, any dog, any dog that has uh, wrinkles or folds, which there's actually quite a few dogs like this, uh, you need to keep mm. them clean and uh, dry. Um, so it's yeah. and, and 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 it seems like oh my god that's so much work. It's really not like yeah, it's it's get like some dog wipes and you wipe him after he eats every every day. after he oh, eats. Hell yeah! We also wipe his ass. <laughs> hey, yeah, we have. To, he's a real baby. He's a toddler. He's a toddler, and it's it's not it's it's because I remember looking into it and I was like, ooh, is that going to be a lot of work? But I I spoke with my friend and she's like she's like it seems like it is, but it isn't. It's not that bad. And like honestly, I. Like I barely think about it anymore. It's just it's become habit. Um, it's very easy. 
Um, yeah, sure. I mean, it's like like any any baby. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do things you don't want to do, like picking up a poop and doing all that. But then if you've had animals, you pick up their poop anyway. Exactly. So it's like eh. exactly. I my cat, um, she is an oldish lady, not as old as Elmo. Mm-hmm. Elmo is like. He's like prime old man. Yeah, he's... And somehow still just as lively as any young cat. It's quite incredible. Oh, yeah. Elmo's doing um, so well. Like, he... Like, I... Eight years old forever. Yeah. Like, he's... Yeah, which is really, really, really impressive. Yeah. Like, God bless him. Every time we take him to the vet, they're always like, are you sure he's this old? He seems so much younger, but I, you know... Yeah. He's very... He's very youthful. He's doing very well. Um, my cat is now getting to the stage. I think she's around 11 years old. Mm-hmm. So she's an old lady. Ah. She's an old lady. And she's now getting to the point in her life where she can't eat store-bought cat food. Ah, yeah. She, yeah, she will pick around it. So now I have to order her her specialty chicken and rice <gasps> cat food. Ooh la la. Uh, which is way more expensive than regular cat food. You fucking cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> she will also randomly decide that she doesn't want to go in the litter box because she's peed in there two minutes before so she'll just shit on the floor yeah um yeah and i'm like right Mm. Uh, (laughs) okay all right that's great um so i just again it's just like if you don't like picking up poop if you don't like cleaning up pee, because she'll also just pee in the bath randomly. Yeah. But God bless her, she'll actually go down the plug hole. And I don't know how she figured that out. <laughs> but if you don't like doing any of that, don't get an animal. Right. Well, so I do have a recommendation for that if for some reason you are poop and pee ad- uh, uh, adversive. Ad- if you don't like it, right? If you think poop and pee mm. is really gross. You can. If you have, uh, it's it's a lot easier with like a kitten. You can train them to use the litter box in the toilet. You you put like, oh. have you heard of those? I, I tried I, to I do haven't. it with Elmo when he was a kitten. But um, something I haven't really talked about. Elmo couldn't walk very well when he was a kitten. So he, he has um, cerebellar hypoplasia. I remember you bringing this up, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he he had a lot more trouble walking when he was um, small. Um, so so I just kind of I was like, you know what? It's not that big of a deal, because um, I, I was worried about him hopping up there and like falling in. But you can train them to use a kind of litter box in the toilet, and then oh, that's cute. right, and then you take it out, and then they just use the toilet. And you can even train them to flush. Um, <gasps> Yes, and Elmo actually loves to flush the toilet. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, and and like I know some people do that, and they're like, yeah, I, I don't even know if my cat has gone to the bathroom. They just kind of go boop, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. So like, well, you could do made, that. The thing which like really cracked me up when I went to go visit you guys was one of the rules of the house was close the toilet seat because Elmo will get in there. He will hop inside. <laughs> he he loves the, <laughs> it just absolutely cracked me up. Loves the <laughs> toilet. He loves it. Um we we still we still do that. I mean it's it's become pure habit. Um yeah. which is kind of weird when I visit other people's homes like they'll like come up to me, <laughs> like my like my friends will come up and they're like uh and this is of course before you know 2020 or two, oh, yeah. 2000 2000 2000 the the before times. Wait. Why did I say no? Twenty twenty. Because for some reason I said two thousand twenty is a, is a real. Year. I know, but it, it, when I exactly, said that, it, it felt works. weird. I'm like two thousand twenty is that? Um, before twenty twenty, <laughs> like I would go to um my friends' houses and I would just automatically put down the seat, and they'd be like, um, did you like, did it 
was it that bad? And I'm like, no, no, I just, <laughs> that's just a habit. Um, Cause like, I don't want your imaginary post to fall down. Right? Well, like my, <laughs> like my fear also is like Zang, I don't want Zangief to ever like, you know, try to drink out of there now that he's uh, big enough to do so. I, I don't think he would. He has no interest. Thank God in the toilet. Um, so yeah, that, that has worked out. Thank God. <sighs> All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, so now that we've got, the the puppy story out the way. Welcome to Dogcast. I have a question. Ooh. I have a, I have a question here on the Twitters, which I thought was pretty interesting, and also so did Pat. So I'm gonna ask it first. It is from at Nito Makar, and they say, "What's the funniest, most awkward interaction you've had with a PR marketing type? As somewhat prominent influencers, you must have some horror stories." All right. So I've got two. So. I have one specific and one that is less specific. Oh, sure. Go ahead. The The specific one is I'm going to go try and find the specific email. But somebody uh, sent me a it's always it's always the shit that hits my business email. That's the goofiest. Right. So they'll send, hey, paid sponsorship opportunity for and then the game. It'll say game and then to uh, yeah. like a colon RPG game. Right. And then, like, no title. You know, I've had the exact same thing, and I actually replied to one yesterday, because they they say to me, would you like to sign a, a, an, an NDA for um, a JRPG? <laughs> and I'm like, right, what is this? <laughs> Before, I don't want to sign anything. I don't know what I'm actually, like, you know, going to play. And then they just never respond. Yeah, and then so I'll, like, I'll, right. I'll, uh, so the one that got me was the one that usually that's a robot, but occasionally it's a human. And the one mm. that, it, the only one that was a human was sent me the same email every week for like 11 weeks with oh, wow. increasing like, hey, I, 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 I know you're getting these emails. Are you, are you interested? Hey, so I don't know if you saw my email last week, but I do you want to cover RPG game? And it's like over and over and over. I'm like, what the f the fuck is this? Right. Uh, but my personal favorite interaction with it, like influencer manager people or I don't know what you call them PR people. Yeah, is when they're like regular humans and. Like, you describe the bullshit you had to deal with from a different PR people, and they're like, oh, those motherfuckers. So, oh, boy. Like, I was talking with somebody uh, about Sony, and they're like, oh, they super blacklisted you, dude. I'm like, are you sure? I'm like, oh, yeah, they're oh. fucking assholes. They'll blacklist anybody. I'm like, I oh, really shit. appreciate the heads up. And you're like, oh, yeah, I hate working with them. <laughs> <laughs> It's That's like, amazing. I love like how when, when that is. They when they're like, ah, oh, nah, whatever, fuck it. It's it's just my job, dude. Because like you'll run into the the PR people that are like true believers, or at least pretending to be true believers, and they're mm. just like they make your skin crawl. Yeah. Like, oh hey, are you? I we're I'm so excited to bring you this deal, and you're like, this deal looks terrible. They're like, oh, we're so sorry <laughs> that. 
you didn't think that the deal was just the super de duper bestest. I'm like, I'm not signing this. Stop emailing me. Oh, okay, well, we'll really hope to work with you again in the future. You have a great day. It's like, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Sometimes people can be very tenacious uh, with that kind of stuff. Like, I, I forget who it was exactly, but I think I had seven repeat emails sent to me. Like, you know, like a reply chain? And each one was like, the, the offer's still up, the offer's still up. And I I always feel really bad because it, I don't want to be rude, but I'm bad at, like, responding <laughs> to and or sending messages in the first place. Mm -hmm. I think people who know me, like, good enough, they'll know that that, that is the case. Um, so I just, I sometimes I, I hate is that I just want to be like, can you just back off a little? Because <laughs> I feel... I feel like really under pressure to send a reply and I don't want to just go like, no, I, I, it just makes me super awkward. Well, I, I mean, don't know. Usually it's, you're, it's... you're good to just say literally nothing. Yeah. But then when it keeps on, you know, refreshing in your inbox, I'm like, I don't want to have to keep Dude, that, like, I, I just, I'm going through my business email right now and I'm finding some of the really embarrassing ones where I'm like, Hey, do you want to join our new marketing platform that works through Twitch? Do you, what? Oh man, we're still. Oh, we're gonna offer you all this shit for free. It's we're gonna. We're, it's gonna be a brand new startup. It's gonna be so cool. Do you want to be on the ground floor? What are we missing on our platform to make you successful in front of Fortune 500 companies? Let us know. Like fucking barf. <laughs> Also, How? they they all die. I've never heard of any of them ever again after those emails. So they all just die immediately. How many times have Raid Shadow Legends contacted you with different guises and or people? Six. I have pretty much, I, I, I want to say just under six, maybe four or five. But each time they, they keep titling things differently where you go, that sounds maybe interesting and you click it. And it, for example, like uh, one of them was like, will you try out our brand new RPG? And I'm like, oh, brand new, you say. I click and it's fucking Raid Shadow Legends. I'm like, bitch, it's just fucking ancient now. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> just leave me alone. <laughs> I swear to God. Like, don't get me wrong. I think if people want to take a Raid Shadow Legends sponsorship, you do you. Absolutely, 100%. But stop, stop trying to like, like James Bond your way into my email address and like... Still, I don't know. It's it's almost like you've been uh like you've been pranked. Like each time you open it, you're like, God damn it! When it's another raid email, it's like Jesus. Like it's funny because I made so many jokes about how much I would sell out for Raid Shadow Legends, and then I got the email, and then I'm like, eh, I'll look at it later, and then I didn't look at it for four months, and then the offer expired. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yes, yeah, eh, I'll live. That's. Pr it's pretty much. I, I think. On the topic of Raid Shadow Legends, I know I know you guys are pretty obsessed with it. Uh, there's a question here which uh, reflects that, and it's from at uh, Sabi Dude, and they say, "What are Pat and Peach into lately? You know, recent interests or obsessions?" Go ahead, buddy. Okay, well, I just beat Thirteen Sentinels. I do not want to hear a thing <laughs> about it, but but it's because I am. I cannot begin to tell you how much I love Vanillaware. I love Vanillaware, and I haven't had the chance to sit down and dig my teeth into that game. And I am, like, my toes are curling right now. I just, 
I so because right, I'm playing Yakuza Seven right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like my big game that I wanna I wanna beat before I go into Thirteen Sentinels. But I also feel really bad because I'm like I I had a code to review Thirteen Sentinels and I still need to do it. But I'm also editing this big, huge, bravely default story retrospective. So I'm like, oh my god, and I just <laughs> I I am. I, it, it makes me so angry whenever I see you tweet about it, Pat, because I'm just like, you aren't making this any easier on me. <laughs> I, I so badly want to play it. And when I eventually do play it, I'm going to look back on this podcast and go, ah, the, the stress is gone. The stress of wanting to experience good things. Um, but you know what? You know what? I'm just glad that it's good. It's really good. Sorry about that. I have to get up and take care of the dog for a second. Oh, that's totally cool. Not a problem. Um, see, I was I was nervous about Thirteen Sentinels to begin with because I I feel like me and a lot of other people were like, "What is this game trying to be?" Mm-hmm. Because like you look at the gameplay of it and you're like, "What are you? Like, what is this?" And then there was this whole thing where it was like they released like a like a chapter or a demo and that. That was like ages ago, and it's and then for the longest time it was like Vanillaware just went completely silent, and I was like, oh my god, has Thirteen Sentinels like effectively not killed Vanillaware, but has it? You know, is there a lot of stuff going on, but like behind the scenes and everything? And thankfully, as Vanillaware always tend to, they delivered like with you know fireworks and confetti, but then I I don't want to say nobody's played it, but it's not you know it's not getting the groundswell that i would have wanted to see for something so amazing is it what what would you call us a sleeper hit no no not even a sleeper hit what would you you call it then pat i would call it a hidden gem ah okay okay all right um and then it it will later become a forgotten classic it's i and and the yeah that that is a shame the the thing that um surprised me so I, I, if anyone, um, anyone who knows me knows I have the memory of a goldfish. It's very, you know, uh, <laughs> All same. this, the story is incredibly dense, but I will tell you that 13 Sentinels does an incredible job of making sure that you don't forget what's Ugh, going on, that sounds which, which is a relief, right? Cause th- that was one of my fears. Cause I'm like, Oh, this, I'll never be able to play this. Like, what if I, you know, I'm playing it and then I drop it for like, let's say like a week or two, I, you know, other things going on. And then I go back to it. How in the hell is this one of those things you have to binge? Da, da, da. It does a really good job of like protecting you from just completely forgetting things. And oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. That was my big, big fear. Yeah. So to answer your, your earlier question about what exactly is it, I found it, it somewhat difficult. I found other people have a somewhat difficulty describing it. And it's the kind of yeah. thing that comes, it comes into focus a lot more clearly once you've actually completed the whole thing. It is sure, a sure. visual novel with mm-hmm. a plus plus presentation and, uh, basically a plus plus visual novel gameplay whereas it is not static first person shots and choice of location you are a movable character uh it's actually closer to like a 2d anime heavy rain in terms of character control 
Like, you're not going to be going through, like, quick time events or something like that in visual novels, but you'll be navigating scenes, going up to people, talking to them, talking to them about specific topics, that kind of thing. See, it's funny you say that then, because I, I did see you and Plague talking about Danganronpa today. Is it kind of similar to that, where, like, you... I wouldn't know. Because in Danganronpa... Oh, well, in, in, in Danganronpa, you have control of the main character, and you can, like, talk to people and stuff like that, but... It's also widely debated whether or not Danganronpa is a visual novel or if it's a blah, 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 but I'm, I'm mm. not going to get into that. So um, in, in my personal description, I'd call 13 Sentinels like a visual novel slash like the, the like outside of the control, like the presentation and actual like breakdown of how you actually go through the narrative arcs is absolutely 100% visual novel. Like there's a goddamn flow chart with different outcomes based on whether or not you went to the cafeteria or the nurse's office oh brilliant right that's a, that's um, great okay cool but the presentation on that visual novel stuff is a plus plus like i've never seen anything like it not only is it vanillaware gorgeous but every interface element every uh careful thought of the game's actual structure the way that it locks because uh, it's 13 different paths through with, with the 13 mm. characters and where it will lock you out. You'll hit like a 50% mark with somebody and they go, well, you're not allowed to see any of this shit until you see okay. this shit with so-and-so. And, -so. and it, the routing on what would spoil what must have been hyper complex, but Ooh, they managed an, uh, excellent job. And I would say that just raw, just... You're basically watching a playable anime is about oh, 70% of that game with the remaining 30% being abstracted, um, real time with pause, uh, strategy, defend the base missions with hmm. uh, robots. And okay. I originally expected myself to be rushing through those combat sections to get back to the story. Yeah. But considering how much of the narrative is focused around these goddamn robots uh, and the, I don't know how to describe it, like the simple like breeziness of the combat. Like it's very, mm. it's, it's very simple. And then you have like defend the defend the objective. That's it. Like that's the only objective in the entire game. The, the more you're describing it, that I I'm so badly itching to play it. But it's also making me really really sad because I feel like no matter what Vanillaware do, no matter what they do, they can never break into like, you know, where like everyone is talking about these games. I, even with like the uh the re-release of odin sphere with odin sphere reflect uh the fraser that that game is one of the best side scrolling action games i've ever played and mm -hmm. i i love it to death that's a have you played odin sphere le fraser pat i have played odin sphere le, 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 le fraser. Le uh, there we for go. about <laughs> 35 minutes uh mm. I, I almost beat the first game and got stopped at ragnarok because that game's original release had super fucked up pacing problems near the end. <laughs> yeah it sure did um and i played just enough the the, the, the new one uh, mm. to be like wow this controls a hundred times better holy shit and then I'll, you just never picked I'll it up i'll play again. this later <laughs> Um, I recommend you you pick it up and you play it again because yeah, it's probably. super 
but good. Uh, um, so, mm. like, yeah, explaining more of the gameplay. Like, it's a, it's a good, it's a good strategy game. Like, it's fun. It's not too great. It's not too complex. It's just the right amount, and it works perfectly in tandem. Where you'll do the, all the narrative bits for hours and hours and hours, and they'll be like, "You will take a break. You will do five stages of this, of this goddamn combat thing," and you're like, "Yeah, I could probably use a break from nineteen hours of megaton bomb droppers." But <laughs> I feel like the saddest part of like Vanillaware is that the thing that makes the thing that makes all their games so special, which is their art design and yeah, like just visual presentation probably pushes the average person away um in what way uh it's anime as shit it's it is but 13 sentinels is Hmm. like it's riding the line between laughably and embarrassingly anime fantastic i love that like you know one of one of the 13 uh pilots is just the cool guy with glasses with a little notebook that he's always reading. And he just, like, his idle animation is, I'm going to push up these glasses. I'm going to push up these glasses. Oh, I love that. It's going to obscure my eyes. And, (laughs) hey, girls, when you get into that robot, you're going to be totally naked, and your butt's going to be hanging out. Tell me it ain't so. Of course it is. In my anime? Right. (laughs) That's bonkers. um, It's sad because this, like, and also from a... From a bird's eye view, it's a giant robot anime game, right? Yeah. Which is going to, like, de facto turn off a certain percentage of people, which sucks because I think the way that I described it to Wooly was that it's a robot anime game in which the robots are the least interesting part of the plot. In that case, is it like that that one meme image where the guy is going, wow, cool robot, and it has the arrow going over his head? Well, no, because that's that's about the themes of Gundam being anti-war and not understanding sure. and going, wow, cool death weapon. And be like, yes, we know yeah. the toy is cool. But no, this is like it. It goes for every sci-fi concept I can think of. Like every sci-fi concept I can think of. Oh, it, wow. It, it hits everything. Um, and... I- as a result, the robots are actually pretty simple by comparison to all the other wild shit that is going on mm. in that story. But uh, most See, people are never even going to bother to take a second look at it. But that, that's what I'm going to say here. So I feel like for those of you listening right now who may have a slight passing interest in this, Pat, would you recommend they go and buy it right now? I would. It's, it's my favorite game of last year, and I thought that that game would be Yakuza 7 with at like easy... And mm. then 13 Sentinels totally edges it out because it is the most ambitious narrative thing I have ever seen in the game's medium. If you have just listened to that and you've went on to your, your local site and have bought it, let us know. Let us know because I, I when I make my video on it, I am almost 99% sure I'm, I am going to love this game because I've loved virtually everything that Vanillaware have done. I am going to... Like, in my videos, I have this little in-joke now where I just constantly shield Dragon Quest XI because I love that game to death. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and just get people to go out there and support Vanillaware. I, I I think I responded to a tweet of yours a few weeks ago or a week ago, basically talking about, like, a Vanillaware collection mm-hmm. pack 
where it has maybe Dragon's Crown, Muramasa, Demon Blade, which I do admit I would, I'd love to see that on other systems, um, and Odin Sphere. Just have those, ship them out, um, because, yeah, no, Vanillaware, they are so hard-working. And I, what you said about the fact that it is very anime and will push people away, I, I think that they are never gonna go out there and think, right, this game is gonna be the one which, you know, everybody will be into. They're, they're definitely making it towards a, a niche. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the problem is this time is that even the niche don't know it exists. It, it flew under the radar for so many people, um... Yeah, so and... ironically enough, like, I'm just gonna grab you there. Like, I have described Vanillaware's art process as body dysmorphia, the art form. <laughs> yes. Because it is it is just the, the absolute ends of the spectrum of every possible male and feminine, like, quality in, in body form. I, it's, I love it. It's, like, absurd and occasionally grotesque. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like, like especially in of, Dragon's Crown. There are parts of Dragon's Crown where I am like, fuck, dude. Really? <laughs> like, does the mermaid love... need the whole ass? Yeah, it's great. And <laughs> you look at 13 Sentinels and there is a concerted effort to, like, tone it down. To be more, th- like, human looking. If that makes any it's sense. Probably, it's probably because they... Like, Dragon's Crown, you can be a little bit more goofy with the uh, the proportions. I mean, even in Odin's Sphere, there's, like, the goddess of the dead, mm. queen of the dead, yeah. and her her bappers are just are just out. Yeah. Um, and but, it's... But then I, I feel like maybe they were like, okay, we're going to try something a little bit more serious this time, so let's, you know, make make, as you said, make it feel a bit more human. So the bummer I don't know. here yeah. is that I think that caused, like, less controversy and thus less people know it exists. <laughs> so, like, I you hate, must remember yeah. everybody getting mad about the sorceress and, like, uh, George Kamatami, like, throwing out those cheeky dwarf uh, drawings and shit like that. <laughs> I remember that. Like, people heard about Dragon's Crown from that. Yeah. And nobody yeah. heard about Thirteen Sentinels from anyone, because. But but now they will, Pat. They're gonna hear it from from us, and we're gonna do Vanillaware's. Also, for like for real, the visual novel might be the most niche genre. Um, he, a little bit. Uh, I mean, I still. I mean, people love things like Steins Gate. They love something things like uh, Higurashi. Have you ever played AI no, portions of our audience like those things? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all okay. right. Sure. But yeah. the average bro is not gonna hop from Call of Duty to fucking Nekopara, man. I don't want to play a book. I will pick it up and read it. No, yeah, I, I know exactly. They don't want to read books I either, dude. I don't even want to read books anymore. <sighs> What was that page? I, like, I remember I, I I think I made some, like, joke at Pat's expense the other day. And I was like, when's the last time you even picked up a book? And he's like, I don't know, like, 15 years ago. And I'm like, ugh, 
awful because <laughs> I, I I really value reading books and he doesn't. The last time I read, uh, got was way into reading. Oh, you know what? I, I read all of Carl Sagan's works uh, about five six years ago. Oh, okay. And that hmm. was it because I really like the audio <laughs> for Pale Blue Dot. See, I I feel uh, like I I've become a bit of, a bit of a traitor uh, to books in the last few years. Um, I, I don't want to be the kind of person that I, I haven't got any time for books because I, I can always find time for books before I'm going to go to bed. But that I always like to play games before I go to bed. And mm. now that I, I you know, I, I work from home, uh, I, I like to just play games to chill. So I've been like, right, what's a good way to get, get my books in me? And I've started becoming a very avid uh, audiobook listener. That's how you do it. And man. now... I I have got to admit that listening to a book being read to you when I'm going out for a walk or when I'm lying down like trying to sleep and I'll just put an audiobook on as I fall asleep mm. um and there are like there are like settings where you can set like a sleep timer so the 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 audiobook will play for half an hour and then it will stop after that so you know it won't just keep playing as you're asleep oh I, I've got to admit, it, it's kind of the... Because I, I, I've been kind of into Brandon Sanderson stuff lately. Um, mm-hmm. I think his his books are really interesting, even though I feel like his um the way he writes character dialogue might grate on me a little bit. I do think the way he structures his universes, and especially his magic systems, I think are really, really fascinating. And I... You see, it's... I, Audible, uh, they, I am not being sponsored by them, I swear on me mum, <laughs> I have not been sponsored by Audible, but be, if you subscribe to Audible, I hate saying this, you will get like these little tokens each month, and you can get yourself a single audiobook for free each month. I got Brandon Sanderson's latest Stormlight Archive book, that's 50 hours long. Wow. Like, yeah, like spoken word, fifty hours long, and I just got it for a what, like a eight pound subscription. I gotta say, your not actual ad for Audible is considerably better thought out than my actual for real paid <laughs> ads. For Audible. <laughs> that might be because I use Audible. <laughs> Where like, like I just talk about how much like you should you should fuck a tree and you save trees by listening to internet internet sounds <laughs> sure. oh my god Good i job, see i i i've joked before i've been like look audible i i i listen i i fucking subscribe to your thing i listen to so many of your of your audiobooks please sponsor me and i never get anything Aww. that makes me sad but I well, they have no I, re- need to sponsor you because you'll you'll if you actually use the product and you like it, you're likely to accidentally sponsor it for free. Uh, oh no! Okay, guys, don't subscribe to Audible. Only do it when you see them sponsoring <laughs> me. Okay, <laughs> right? Uh, um, and it, it's really difficult as well because I'd love to go, you know, go out there and buy audiobooks instead of going on to to audible because it's like a big amazon you know owned thing uh but audiobooks are very expensive like this one the brandon sanderson book i think it was like over 20 pounds um which you know isn't bad but you got to keep in mind that's like twice as much as the book 
Yeah, but um, I mean, they did they yeah. did pay somebody to read it for oh, you. Oh, sure, absolutely. But it's also like, well, you know, what I'm trying to get at, but it's it's difficult because Audible really do they do just give you these free credits every month and it's like you can get three credits for 18 pounds and that means you get wow i get three audiobooks for 18 pounds when i'd have to have spent like 60 quid otherwise i'm like damn this is actually amazing and i don't think any other service unless people can go out there and go like go to this one i don't think any really you know i i don't know how audible like what's the word reimburses the the authors etc i don't know what cut they get but it it's really good and i've been i've been so into that and also Paige, i'm so sorry you haven't even gotten into your interest and i'm just going off on my not actually sponsored audible run no no so- it's great no please <laughs> hey, Paige, what are you into don't say skeleton yeah. uh well um so i i was just telling pat this morning i'm like i'm the most boring person alive uh because that's not true <laughs> well uh i so lately um and i mean i i am always interested in this but i've i've made a concerted effort um very interested in nutrition and exercise Mm. um and i've made a commitment uh i have a peloton coming in a peloton 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 bike coming in uh in a couple of days um i made an investment because um, it was it was very very expensive, but considering that we don't go anywhere or do anything, um, I've been able to save up. It'd and be nice to sure. be able to ride a bike without the fear of death. Right. So yeah. Well, because I um I really want to be able to exercise, but I can't go anywhere. I don't feel comfortable going outside. Plus, it's way too cold right now. Um, and also, uh, I just like my my back has been out, so I haven't been able to exercise. And now that it's getting a yeah. little better, I can actually um get back into the swing of things because I feel like just my muscle mass is like it's everything everything is just I like I like my body but I'm just like you know what Mm." and um I'm just I'm just (laughs) more interested in like the science of what I'm eating and also the science of what Zangief's eating and sure um yeah the dog eats better than us by the way the dog eats better (laughs) than us uh but uh yeah I mean it and that's about it so that's coming in and I'm going to um be kind of uh, sculpting my bod, and I'm very excited uh, about it Hell because yeah. I have some goals set for myself. Oh. But that's but that's it. Nothing, nothing very interesting. That's just kind of what I'm focusing on right now is just my uh, physical Not health. Dying. Not dying. Uh, but my my physical <laughs> health and uh, well being, and that's that's about it. You say it's not interesting. I feel like it's perfectly interesting. I feel like in in 2020, especially nobody could go outside so everybody i I don't want to say things are going going back to normal because we still got a bit of time for that totally but people are i mean even even me like i'm a i'm a i'm a stick person but you know i I, i've (laughs) noticed over 2020 i I, i've put on a bit of weight and i'm like whoa Mm -hmm. what how'd that happen right right um (laughs) and it's because you really like uh, when it first started it, it really um you failed to like completely foretell just how much you are gonna spend inside mm-hmm. and how a simple walk to the shops you know that it's it's crazy and um it's, i do try to do a lot of exercise in my house but mm-hmm. sometimes i just want to go on a walk and like visit my mum or something yeah. and i 
I can't do that because she's um what's the word? She is immunocompromised? Uh, yes. Yeah. That one. Yeah. She has the the bad body thing yeah. where her entire <laughs> body fe- it feels like she has the flu until oh. now until she dies. Oh. Um, is that fi- uh, like fibromyalgia you mean or like- That's exactly it. That's ah, exactly yes. it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she has that and um it it super stings cuz it's like, you know, you got to got to watch your your mum and she's she's not at the age where she should be moving like like she's really old yeah. but she does and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is heartbreaking." And I don't want to accidentally pick up something and go and see my mum, and then she falls over into the ground. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you um, know, and I, I used to do that, like, every couple of days, but now it's like, well, shit, I can't even do that. God damn it. Um, right. Yeah, no, it's it's tricky. and um, Super tricky. Yeah. And so, uh, for me, it's like, I I didn't, it's, it's for me, it's, I just noticed I don't have as much definition, and I... I mean, I'm not, I mean, like... You should read more books. Ha ha. No, I, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not, like, super vain where I'm like, I can't see my, my quads or whatever. But I, you know, I like that. I like when I can see, you know, my tries. You know, yeah. I, I, I like when I can see, you know, parts of my body that are more defined than others. And uh, I will look in the mirror and I'm like, huh, well, that's different than it was. And I was like, yeah, you know what? This has to change. And also also purely from a health perspective, I, you know, I'm just sitting and working from home and sitting on my fat ass. And I'm like, listen, I love my fat <laughs> ass. I'm cool with it staying fat. I just want to make sure my heart's healthy. I just want to make sure my brain's healthy. And I've noticed I can sleep better when I'm exercising. I just I just feel my skin glows more. And so I'm, I'm just super excited to be able to I was gonna a... say you wanna you wanna make sure that your heart doesn't have a dump truck, right? That's yeah, like you don't you don't want your heart goal. to have dumps like a truck. <laughs> you, don't... <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> Not no, interested. No, no, no. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know you know what? If mm. when when you get your 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 bike, this mm-hmm. means that you can get some audiobooks to listen to when you. That's on it. true. Well, so so actually, I um I don't have Audible. Um, uh, uh I actually I actually have a bike uh here uh-huh. uh but it it sucks because so this is so sad we got it like actually like what in uh god like june or july of last year um and, and mm. it was like it was like 100 bucks and i was like sick awesome we'll be able to work out the problem is that pat and i are both so short like 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 i mean i'm 5'4 <laughs> pat's 5'2 right but i'm 5'2 yeah. With a normal human being's torso, yeah. So my legs are that of somebody who's like four four. So we can't, we could yeah. not find a, and and I have this, I have a similar problem where our torsos are are very. I have a very like crazy long torso. That's why everyone thinks I'm tall because I I have a tall woman's torso, but my legs are very very stubby. Like I, whenever people draw, I feel like the fan art as well yeah. also probably gives people the impression that you're much taller than you are. Like it it kind of. Uh, it kind of sent me into like another dimension when I met you, and yeah. I was like, "Oh my god, I'm taller than yeah, you!" Like, it's, it, was, it was crazy. <laughs> it's really weird, and it like I remember back at cons and stuff because I I I tend to wear, I my feet are very strange. I don't like flat heels. I or uh, mm-hmm. flat shoes. I I always need like some kind of heel to be comfortable, and so I yeah. tend to wear three to four inch heels because that's where my feet are most comfortable, and um, 
And so when people meet me at cons, they're like, wow, you're so tall. And then I go, am I? And then I'll take off my shoe. And then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is me. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, so so when when we would get on this bike, like I'm on my tippy tippy toes and then Pat can't reach it at all. So we were like, fuck. So like I will <laughs> use this bike, but it's just it's not a pleasure to ride. And the reason sure. I like this Peloton is like I think I read that people that are like four foot 11 can use it. Um, whereas every other bike I've researched is like, yeah, if you're short it's, and it's, so I'm just like, ah, fuck it. So that's, mm. uh, but, uh, the other reason, um, the reason I brought this up when you were talking about audible is the Peloton has a giant screen on it and Ooh. it has, um, like it takes you through like the, if you want to bike through the, the French countryside, you can. Oh. And it's like, I, 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 I'm, I'm very intrigued and I, I, I'm excited to talk more about it once I have it. I only have what I've kind of learned about it secondhand. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. So we'll see. It's going to be a lot of um, uh, like little classes and things. like. Apparently it has a webcam and you what? can, yeah, you can be seen by, by these instructors live. Oh, that sounds like the worst. Yeah, right, right. At first, I was like, oh, I don't know. But, I mean, you can choose to cover it. Like, it's not a big deal. Or, or you can turn it on and off. I'm going to probably put a big thing of tape over it most of the time. Like, no thanks. <laughs> sure. Uh, but, uh, and, and you can you can compete. Um, th- that's another thing. I'm, I'm a very, like, um, I love, like, playful competition. And you can mm-hmm. compete against people in your, I think, your area and across the world or Fun. whatever. Um, your scoreboard or whatever. Like, how much you've written or whatever um and that's very enticing to me because it, it feels more like a game yeah. that way bit number go up you know so yeah oh, that yeah, seems yeah. it seems very enticing so we will see i was gonna say may, maybe if uh if my my moving plans work i might end up getting myself a little little uh exercise bike of my own you maybe you absolutely should it's awesome uh, like, like I, I love the fact that we do have the spike here. It's just we just can't use it because we're we. But, um, sure. uh, but um, I, I can't recommend a bike enough because, like, I, I don't know. Like, when I've used a treadmill, it, it doesn't feel as good on my knees as, say, like a bike does. So if you yeah. have, yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I would love to swim. Like, I, that's, like, if, if I magically could, I would love to have, like, an indoor pool because I, I'm a, I was a competitive swimmer for many, many years, yeah. and that's very easy on the joints. But alas, and a lack the day. Um, but I, I, feel I like, love... like whenever I try to get into a new mm-hmm. sport, like I try to, uh, I tried to ride a bike when I was younger, and I was like, I'm gonna ride my bike to school, and it's gonna be fun. And then I rode my bike, and I went off a tiny ledge, and I just fell over onto my side, and everyone laughed. And I was like, yeah. I don't want to ride my bike anymore. Wee. And I never rode my bike again. Oh. I do want to talk about another question, mm-hmm. which is from okay. How on earth am I going to say this name? It's from at p p p p nevek, and they say, "What scary experience that all of you encounter, if any, laugh about it now?" Okay, I feel like what they're trying to say is, That's "Do you have you any question. have you ever had any scary experiences in your life that you now look back at and laugh?" Oh <sighs> no. I've got one. I've got one, but this, but it's gross. Okay. Oh, go ahead. So I, 
I well, it's it is it is gross. It is gross. Let's do it. Let's do it now. Okay. Content warning. Yeah, gross. content warning. I guess. Uh, I. This was maybe like three, four months ago. Oh, I know what this is gonna be about. Yeah, <laughs> and I was. I had had. Uh, I had had Indian food or something like just yeah. I think it was Indian food. Um, I had a rumbly in my tumbly all night, <laughs> uh-huh. and I was like, "Geez, Louise." And um, I was like, oh, I'm going to take I think I was taking Zangief to the dog park um, and I, I was driving over and then I was like, "Uh oh, uh oh, I I oh have boy. to I have to go I'm to the bathroom the with Pat. I'm yeah. So Pat and I have a bet. <laughs> Pat and I have a bet where um, whoever shits their pants first. <laughs> Loses. loses that's it or shits the, shits the bed or their pants yeah. right <laughs> now i there's nothing i love more than a good bet so i was like <laughs> i i will be goddamn so i'm like ooh, i have to go to the bathroom i better stop somewhere and i can't remember why but i think i just wasn't around any gas stations or because i was i was like i have to go back home right so as i was going <laughs> right. back home i realized oh my gosh there's all of this construction in the city there's all of this construction <laughs> all of the time, especially in like the summer and the fall. Um, and I was like, oh, shit, how am I going to. So I'm like and I'm a little lost because I'm uh, like, I think that was back when I first got the car. So I'm still trying to figure out, you know, wh- how to navigate the city roads because because Montreal is very like one way, this one way, that. And I'm like, what the fuck? And like, yeah, I yeah. am I'm having a time. I'm having a bad time. And I'm getting scared. And like my heart starts pumping. I'm like like really hard. My I've started to sweat. I can feel the blood draining from my face. Zangief is like whining because he wants to go to the park. And I'm like, I'm sorry, buddy. Oh my God. And I like I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna shit. I'm not only gonna shit my pants, I'm going to shit in my car. Oh no. And I'm and like in front of the baby. In front of the dog, how embarrassing. So I'm like oh I'm like and like I'm like, oh my God, I'm about to put on my hazards and speed. And then if a cop pulls me over, I'm just going to have to run and be like, I'm sorry, I'm going to shit my pants, I'm sir. Gonna, I'm going like, to Like, I'm going to shit. Like, I, like, like, that was like, I was daydreaming while I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I'm like, I'm like freaking out. And I can't remember why. Th- there was a specific reason why I didn't just go in like a, oh, oh, I think it was because it was COVID. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was. The uh, duh, duh, that's why. And I just didn't feel comfortable. And I was like, what am I going to do? Because I had a, I had masks. I had a mask. Somebody could have sprayed Corona all over the seat. No. And you would have gotten butthole Corona. No. Well, there, there was another <laughs> reason. Like, I think I just, I don't know. So I, I also just don't feel comfortable going in um, public, going, you know, pooping like other people's toilets i don't know oh so I'm like, sure yeah you know i i like i like my alone time so i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god i'm i'm like it like my my face like i almost was worried i was gonna pass out i think i oh pulled over a couple of times just to catch my breath because it was so <laughs> but then i and I, I was driving like not not unsafely of course because i'm a, like i was in a just i was driving safely but i was like <laughs> and like and then i was I was like, oh, thank God. And I got to our uh, road. And of course, no parking. Oh. None to be found. And I'm like hyperventilating. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. I've got the dog. What am I going to do? Huh? And so so I had to park like blocks away. Blocks and blocks away. And I was like, fuck. So I like parked the car. I grabbed the dog. And he was small enough at the time that I could put him under my. Uh, I just wrapped him 
like in my right arm and I was running so hard <laughs> and I, I think I was wearing a skirt too. I, met I was a all very dr- I was frantic peach at the door. Yeah, I was I was dolled up because I, I was like, I'm gonna be cute today. So I'm like dolled up and I'm like running in heels and I have this doll this puppy that's like, what the fuck is happening? And like I can hear you know that theme when uh Shrek is rescuing Fiona with Donkey like dun 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 boom, 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 boom. like that's me and I'm like in my brain I'm running slow motion and I swore to God I was like I'm not gonna make it I am not gonna make it and like I'm like running and like I and I I don't even want to know what I looked like I think the saddest thing is that she didn't make it. No, I did. She did, in fact, keep herself on the street. No, I didn't. And so lost I lost the bet. Pat, forever. why are you spoiling the story? I did not. I did not shit. So, yeah, spoiler, I didn't shit. So I'm like, I'm like, I get to the door, and I was like, oh no, it's locked. And like, I am like, I'm like fumbling with the keys. I like get them open. I put the dog down. I like, I thank God we have a little bench there because I was like, I'm not bending over to put the dog down. So I like, there's a little bench I sat him on, and he was able to jump down. It's fine. Um, and I slammed the door and I just, I didn't even take off my shoes. I ran into the bathroom and I made it. I oh my God, my made it. Hurts. And I, I cried. I cried <laughs> like from, from relief, from pure relief. Because I, like, uh. I just was like laughing, crying. And Pat was like, what's going on? I'm like, shut the fuck up. And then I turned on the fan and like was able to like get the door closed. It was, it was a nightmare. It, I was. I don't think I have been that scared in all of twenty. That was the most afraid I have been. Oh, other than like when I was, you know, in the hospital for my back. But um. Oh sure. That was probably the second most scared I was all year. That I was absolutely going to shit on the street or oh, in my car. Oh my god. Um, that was incredible. Forgive me. I know that's disgusting and like. No, Paige, that's great. not attractive. But it's like I listen. Um, I was, it was great terrified so that's that's my extremely long boring story about how i almost shit myself but i made it (sighs) that was was a that was a good that was a good story that got tears out of me that was great oh good because i oh oh it 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 got tears out of me because i was like (laughs) it was i was scared I like it. how it's like I'm, t- I'm technically a grown person, but poop stories can still get me on the floor. Oh, poop stories. Oh, I, I mean, love everyone's them. had a variation of the story that Paige just told. Listen, some of us make it, some of us don't. And you know what? My heart my heart goes out to you if you've ever not made it. It feels like it would be freeing, though, because then you would never have to worry about it ever again. What? No, Pat, it's not It's it's not like it. if it happens, well, it can never happen again. It's not like well, the chicken no, pox. you can only feel the shame the first time once. I, Patrick, Pat's, Pat, no. what are you talking about? Wait, so you're telling me if, like, let's say you shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, Wait. let's say I shit myself. No, let's say let's assume. You, you shit yourself, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. Oh, you're telling good. me that you're like, yeah, fuck it, I'll just shit myself again. No, <laughs> Whatever. No. But, <laughs> but like... It's the difference. It's the difference between. How do I put this? It's like you can only lose your virginity once. Oh my god! No, no. After that, it's like it's not the momentous occasion that you thought it was. It was. It's just like oh, this again. Pat, that's not true. No, Pat, that's not true. You're telling me. You're telling me. That I'm going through my my Shrek, and like I'm running from the dragon, which is in my asshole, 
right? And you're telling me if I had shit on the street, yeah. that the next time I had that problem, I'd just be like, eh, You'd be like, it. oh, well, at least I can't. Like, you can't, like, because as, as, as Oh, we no, are now, not again. Like, what? As we are now, we're people that have never shit our pants. And that's a pride that you can hold on to. Right. right. But if you've already lost that pride, you can't lose it a second time. Pat, that's not true. That's not I have true. Had you can't, that you can't to go, like, once oh, you no! shit yourself, you can't yeah, I... go from, well, at least I've never oh. shit myself to, oh, no, I'm afraid I'll be the type of person who shits themselves. Because oh. you'll always be the type of person who shits yourself now. Oh, no. Did but, you shit but yourself, I... Clamps? I've I've had one of thankfully it wasn't when I was like out in public it's just been like when I've been in my own home. Oh, you were God. sick. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it's, I didn't even realize. Well, that oh doesn't God, count. No. That doesn't count. Uh, you were sick. If you're uh, sick oh, in your I home, gonna, in that case, yeah, like literally, I've never, I've never been like out of the house and just dropped a big grumpy dump. I've never done that. <laughs> oh. But at the same time, it's like knowing how that feels. It, it has made me fully conscious of every single time I fart. Right? It doesn't just become, it doesn't just become a thing that you, you just, oh, here we go. Duh. It's like, no. It's like, right. There is a percentage now. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like, do you roll, how many times do I roll this dice gonna roll the... before it happens again? Oh, man. It's, it's, that's scary. Nah, it's not. It, it, yeah, Pat. Yes, it is. It's nah, scary. You know what's in there. <laughs> Pat, Pat, are you telling? Are you telling me, Pat, that if you went outside and you shit yourself and you went, "Oh, that's embarrassing," are you trying to no, tell no, me no, if you no, went I'm to Magfest? No, no, I'm just saying, like when you fart, you, you like... know what's in there. I feel confident. No, no, you don't. You don't. You do. dead ass. You just feel like, oh, I've got a, I've got a rumbly fart coming, and you fart, and just, just shit comes out. Nah. I've never, I've it never. Happens. Thank God, I've never had that happen. Di no, uh, okay, this, this we that. did say content warnings, so this is the gross thing. Literally, diarrhea shits, they can happen, they can strike you unawares. Nah, man, I always know how fucked up my stomach is. I don't I take chances. I, mm, I, I don't want to curse you with with bad poop from now on, but I, I you don't know until it happens. Well, see, You just think, oh, I'm going to do a regular fart, and then you go, here's oh no, I shit myself. <laughs> So here's the thing in my favor, though, right? <laughs> and Paige will vouch for me because mm -hmm. I, you, you probably wouldn't believe me. Paige, how often do I go to the bathroom and then walk out and be like false alarm? Oh, yeah, like four times a day. <laughs> Guess what? That's how, you, that's how you avoid this problem, by taking no chances. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every time you feel a certain weight in your stomach, all right, trip to the bathroom. Don't risk uh, it. Never uh, risk it. It's you know I, I shouldn't oh, be surprised that when all three of us get together, it just devolves into fucking do do pee pee, yeah do do pee pee fart fart. Yeah, I mean, well, it's I mean, look, it's it's relatable. Everybody poops, well, for the most part. Um, you know, like fucking like it's it does drive me it does drive me mad when that there are some people out there who 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 go. I, you know, for example, if it's like, oh, you know, you've, you've never just thought it was a fart and then it turned out to be poop. There are people, uh, there are apparently you two, where it's like, I've never experienced that in my life. That doesn't exist, surely. And it's like, why have you been so lucky all your life? Right. Why? Well, I don't. Pat has extremely mm. strong butthole control, or at least he used to. 
And I say that nice. because the first, well, I, well, okay, sorry. That, that sounds, that sounds like I'm up close <laughs> and personal. Allow me to explain. Ooh. Allow me to explain. You have an asshole of steel. And it's because when we first started dating, I didn't hear him fart <laughs> for like a year. Oh, longer than well, that. I, was, I think it was longer than that. And finally I was just like, Pat, you have to let go. Like he, he, he would go long stretches without shitting. It was crazy, and what, I was like, "Oh man, you think that's like the fart thing is one thing, but when we first started going out, I wouldn't use the bathroom the entire time she'd be visiting from the states." It was oh my like, God. it was like Pat, you. It's been what, was days. It, was it like anxiety? No, nah, man. He just didn't want me around while he was dumping, it's and I'm private. like, I was like, all right. It's a private sacred ritual. I was like, you gotta. Oh, all right. Like, and I, I finally, I was like, you have to let go. And then as soon, I remember we had a talk, and I'm like, Pat, you just let it, gotta let go. And he's like, Well, all right. And then just, <laughs> like for like a solid twenty seconds, and he just like stared me straight in the eyes as it happened. And, like, and I was like, What have yeah, I now done? She, now when I'm walking around the house, just letting it rip whenever she's she complains. I'm like, close your asshole. But then she complains, and then I look at her, and I go, this is your fault. Yeah, it's my fault. What can I say? It's <laughs> you my... asked for this. You literally asked for this. Well, thank God neither one of us smokes, because the house would explode because of you oh three. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. All... I'm a mess. Oh, God. Nightmarish. Okay, after that absolute adventure, a, a tour de force, a tour de fart, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna end the show now. Uh, so... I would obviously like to ask my guests uh, where people can find them, um, starting with either one of you. Um, well, if you want to... Uh, uh... All right, so if you want to check out my <laughs> streams, you can go to twitch.tv slash patstaresat. I stream five days a week. One of those is, however, not at twitch.tv slash patstaresat. One of those is the podcast, Castle Super Beast over at twitch.tv slash castle super beast or you can follow me on twitter at pat stares at what about you peaches uh sorry i my my brain is like <laughs> still on like well if you want to listen it's right <laughs> um it's okay so uh you know fucking i don't know if you want to watch me do whatever uh, twitch.tv slash peach saliva you can also find me there on twitter or my archive channel on youtube all right, fantastic. Well, obviously, you two are welcome back anytime. Thank either you. one of you or both of you, you're you're always welcome here with with old Clemsy. But yes, thank you very much to both of you uh, for joining, and thank you very much to each and every one of you for listening. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, if you want to help support the podcast, then you can do so by pledging to my Patreon, which can be found. If you're on YouTube, in the description. If not, then patreon.com slash clemps or Mr. Clemps. I forget. Whichever. But yeah, anyways, guys, thank you so much. Uh, bye bye.